trashy where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and to look at all the trashies news stories my name is erica and i'm your host my name is cassandra and i'm your other host if i don't sound good <laughs> it's because i'm not <laughs> oh, she doesn't feel well i think that the hurricane hillary is to blame you know the yeah. the weather changes and all of the sudden mm-hmm. yeah, I, here's here's what happened i was working out <laughs> if you can believe it i was exercising and in the throes of my exercise i was like in between two like bicep curls i suddenly felt my throat become sore and i'm like what yeah. That's so weird that it's just <laughs> happening right now. Yeah. And then I've just not been the same since. And that was like Monday. Yeah. So this is the best I've sounded, but I do feel self-conscious about it. And I just want the listeners to know that I'm sorry. And I wish that my immune system was better because I feel like I just stay getting sick. Yeah. So for the rest of this episode, we're actually going to replace Cassandra's actual audio with an AI of Cassandra, not sick. So if you hear a discrepancy, that's why. Thank I just want to say that will never fucking happen. <laughs> I don't like AI no. at all. I am so anti-AI. No. Why would you get me riled up like that? <laughs> for comedy? For for your jokes? Come on, huh? for your skits? Coming out yeah. swinging. <laughs> Girl, why are you trash? I can't deal with this. <laughs> uh, you know, I talked about my garbage, how I infiltrated the mommies and whatnot. Mommy's still mommying. But mm-hmm. I was recalling a moment from high school. And at our prom, so we had junior and senior prom. Those are the people that were allowed to go. We're junior and seniors. And then you could invite a date. And at our prom, we had a like a thing beforehand that was kind of like a roast in a way. Like the dinner portion was like served there for my, for, you know, like we had it catered in basically. And we did a thing called will and prophecies, which was like, you would kind of will people like the, the seniors would will the junior <clears throat> something, but it was kind of like roasty material. Erica, I will you the ability to shut up in the hallways so that you're not, you know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah so mean. it was like yeah but i mean they were always like slightly you know kind of roast spirited it was funny it was okay. personal about that person you know it was some and then the juniors would prophesize the seniors future in some way uh-huh. so will will and prophecies and so you know budding jokester curry i kind of expanded it when i was the scene when i was in the senior and i was like well what if we did it this way and not just the juniors and seniors, but be able to roast their dates, be able to do this. And, you know, my, my principal indulged a little bit, and but we had to run the jokes by him first. So Ooh. when you're an absolute shithead in yeah. some ways like I was, but you want to get the joke across, you, you know, you kind of finesse like, well, I'm going to say something like this. But he's like, no, I want it verbatim. And I'm like, you can't do that for comedy, but... <laughs> 18-year-old versus the principal who's going to win. The sure. thing that makes me so trash is one of the things that we wrote, one of the years, I mean, it was always, you know, it was high school versions of roast, which is like, they're meaner than they should be. They're not as funny. Yeah. You don't have the finesse. We don't have the finesse to know how to, yeah, finely tune a joke and craft it. 
we we gave people names as well. Like you could give them like the title holder of this. And we gave one girl a title of being in the 1% club. Okay. Because this was pre-Occupy Wall Street. This was pre-1% wealth. This was because she continued to say she was pregnant with someone's baby, but she was not. So the 99% accuracy test, she was beating them all by being the 1%. (laughs) Now, imagine trying to get that joke across (laughs) and telling a principal like, well, we want to do this joke because, you know, she's kind of like exceptional. She's 1% of the, it just, it was not, he was like. You guys can't bullshit me. I know everything that goes on in this high school. <laughs> so, yeah, we tried to roast her with the one percenter joke. And, yeah, it was um, not my not my finest comedy moment yet. You know, obviously I got better at that. Sure. But at every organization I was in in college, like if we had an end of the year thing or something, I was always suggesting, what if we roasted the president or the governor, you know, like whoever's in charge at the end of the year? With the aspiration of, I will become the president by this year. <laughs> and then you guys could roast me. <laughs> it's specific attention and I love it. And that's why I know people are my real friend is when they make fun of me for something that is, hey, I noticed this thing about you. Anyway, that's why I'm trash. That's why I'm trash. But we did, um, we had like silly awards in choir. And so the year that I was in the advanced girls choir, coincided with a year that my high school sweetheart broke up with me on the last day of our trip to nationals in Florida, which I talked about last week, I think. And, you know, the girls from the choir wept with me in my room, you know, like my hotel room, like, et cetera, et cetera. And then later, one of those girls went on to date said guy. Um, I know. No, I know. I know. I know. And so when me, the secretary of the choir, commissioned with the president and vice president to to uh, create the silly awards, yeah, we all thought, well, perhaps we should create one called Best Homewrecker. Um <laughs> My memory is not quite serving me. I don't believe that we actually did that. No. I think that was just, I think, I, I don't remember. I I don't think we did that. I think, I know that that was a joke that was thrown around. Yeah. And it, it might even have been something that I had said out loud as I was giving her like the best shoes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I said, or alternatively best home, you know, like whatever. Yeah. But it's crazy because I think back on that now and like she didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's not sad. I you know. Because like you've got all those hormones and shit and like her and I are cool. Like, I mean, as cool as anyone who follows each other on Instagram and <laughs> like we're, we're fine. Like we made up like the next year. Everything yeah. was fine. But like you just like you can't handle it. Yeah. And that's back in like the you know, early aughts when in, you know, internalized misogyny was all we were, all we knew. Yeah. So like, of course I blamed her, you know, anyways, I think back on that sometimes and I'm like, damn, like that really sucked of me to do to her when like he was 
100% the bad guy right, the right, whole exactly. time. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. So, anyways, sorry to her. I'm not going to name her. Sorry, the audio is not coming through my headphones. They're coming through the speaker. So, I'm worried that I'm going to, like, double here. But it says Yeti microphone is the receiving. Let me try something. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. Now, I'm it's, talk now it's in my headphones. Okay. I've got no snare in my headphones. You have no snare? What does that mean? I'm quoting Eminem. Oh, sorry. Okay. But you can hear me, right? Yes. <laughs> well, Cassandra, why are you trash? Why are you trash besides being, you know, a misogynist in your youth like we all were? <laughs> you know, I just want to put out there, because all of that was going to get cut, that I made, Erica was having a hard time hearing herself, and... I made a fucking sweet M&M joke and you just didn't like you were just in so like you needed to fix this mode that you just didn't get it. <laughs> she said, I can't hear myself in my headphones. And I said, there's no snare in my headphones, which of course is the infamous beginning to cleaning out my closet. He goes, there's no snare. There's no snare in my headphones, you know? But you said there's no snare in your head. Ugh. That was just like really, I don't know who's bad in that. Is that you for not getting, for taking this so seriously that you didn't get the joke? Or is it me for making the joke, yeah. not taking your problem seriously, mm -hmm. and then bringing it up again within the confines of the podcast where you won't cut it? Yeah, no, I can't now. No. I didn't, as a youth, I don't know who Eminem is. Is that somebody you listened to when you were a kid? I don't know. Girl, they know who Eminem is. I just, I'm a youth. I wouldn't know. I wasn't a part of the culture when he was around. All right. Well, I did. Whatever. I just, did, I just completely missed the joke. Like I didn't get it. <laughs> oh. I'm going to tell you something. I don't know necessarily. Well, this can be why I'm trash because I, I just went on that whole Eminem tangent. So it feels like relevant. <laughs> I was just going to tell you this, but this is why I'm trash because I did all of what I just did. Plus, I think I'm going to say something else that's going to upset you. And it, maybe it's why I'm trash. I'm going to use it why I'm trash. Okay. So, you know, those two girls that run around on TikTok that you like hoarded that yes. one time? What are they called? Fly in a boss. I think that's fucking stupid. <laughs> so, like, they, they've been showing up on my feed a yeah. lot more since you hoarded them. I sought them out and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And if you don't remember their whole thing, it's, it's these two young girls who, you know, they've got an interesting camera technique on TikTok where they, like, are running through, you know, a building or outside or whatever. And they're singing their little song, like... Hello, Christ, I'm about to sin again. Da, 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 like, whatever. Mm -hmm. So now the whole thing is that businesses and things will comment on their, in their comments saying, now do Costco, now do, right. like, Twitter headquarters, like, whatever. And they'll do it. But, like, bitch, they keep singing the same fucking song. And that, to me, now it's, like, kind oh. of lame. Like, it's, like, if you're... If you're just getting them to your headquarters now, they just did Costco, which I love Costco, but like if you Costco, you're just getting them now. This song is like what, five, six months old at the I don't know how old it is, but it's like they don't like ever a month. <laughs> it's not a month, girl. Like it's six not weeks a month. max. 
No, it's not. Absolutely. Hold on. I'm no, it's not. This it- oh, wow. Look why you're trash again. There's no way. Hold on. I'm opening this shit up. The thing that makes it so perfect is that there's it's two verses. The first one's running, and then the second one comes into frame perfectly at the beginning of her verse. Well, so- of course, it's so successful every time. They've done it again and again and again. And it, it takes 10,000 hours to perfect something, and they've done 20,000 hours of the same fucking song. We're besties, and we do music together. No, girls, you do one song together. Yeah, they have oldest- other good songs. Okay, but th- then why aren't they running and singing all the other songs? That why one, is it always this one? The repetitive nature of it made it to where people wanted that. Like, that's the the fun of it. People wanted that? I don't fucking want it. Hello, Christ. <laughs> it's called okay, You Wish. Okay, so the... <laughs> so they released on... Wait, no, Bangers Only YouTube. How old is this song? I need like, to know. Jul- June. June is... There's Twitters about it on June. <laughs> God, I said Twitters. I'm negating my own argument because uh, I sound old and crotchety. Okay, whatever. If this is That's June. This is August. So that's at least two months. So From a marketing uh, standpoint... You do it's all of these cracked. things. It's old. You do all of these things. Then they released like a couple weeks ago how they do it. And now they're going to go on the road with Janelle Monet To do their one song? No, they have, mul- they have multiple songs. But this is the one that got them in the zeitgeist. I just am like, <laughs> I don't give a shit anymore like yeah. it was cool the first couple times of like i saw the original and they're running through venice beach or whatever i don't even know if that's the original because they've done it so many times now so- i saw i saw venice beach and i'm like well that's fun and then i see you know tiktok headquarters and i'm like good for them and then you see like oh they're at a Krispy cream like cool like that's fun i guess and then it's like okay like it's the same song and then they're at costco it's the same song and then do disneyland and it's the same song and you're like wow the disneyland might have been hard but like still like it's the same song it's the same song the same song it's it's like watching a TikTok trend, which it is in theory, but done by the same people over and over again. And then I'm like, am I supposed to take these people seriously as artists when it seems like they just have one? I think it's lame. And I feel like obviously I'm not the audience for it. So like, and I think I've proven that in my rant right now <laughs> that it's obviously not for me. Yeah. But I just think like back in my day. <laughs> Oh my god. You you do do you think that my chemical romance just filmed the Helena ballerina funeral dance like in a bunch of different locations? No. They did like, the one video and then they made another video with another song and then they went on tour with Old Woman album. Yells at Clouds, but they sang that song over and over and over again. What is Old Woman Yells at Clouds? Is that what you're calling me? Yes, it's a Simpsons meme where it's like a newspaper and it's like, old man yells at clouds. I don't know. It's one of my favorite jokes. (laughs) That's funny. I just, I don't know, man. (laughs) Well, you know, hey, to each their own. I guess. You know, so I feel like it's time for us to just get into the stories of the week. And and this first one, 
about a Florida man, it's a doozy, a big one. Yeah, I mean, a Florida man involved in like a huge criminal case. Yeah, let's get into it from the Miami Herald.com. A Florida doctor left a pie in his office fridge overnight. It's now a criminal case. Wow. 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 What won't these Florida men get a mugshot for, you know? Truly. Truly. Are we using the term doctor correctly? Because he's a chiropractor. So I have a confession to make. I I don't know how to like not make this like so specific that like anyone who knows me a little bit can't figure it out. But like I knew... I know someone and they married a chiropractor. Uh-huh. And before I knew more about chiropracting, I was un- I was under the impression that they were doctors. And so I was like, damn, they're really marrying up. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that didn't end up being the case. Uh-huh. No, like no hate to chiropractors. If you listen and you're a chiropractor, like no shade. But... but- a back alignment is not going to solve someone's kidney cancer. Like, I'm a sports medicine chiropractic advocate to an extent. I'm pulling back, but I'm not, if you get this adjustment, I'm not for adjusting babies because some of them do that. Like, I don't think chiropractic is the cure to pure health and things like that. That's what bothers me is the ones that go on that deep valley plunge of that. Sure. But you know what? That has nothing to do with this. This is just a simple chiropractor, a Florida chiropractor, who was looking in forward to digging into some homemade coconut pie on Tuesday morning when he went to work. And when he checked the fridge for this pie that he'd left overnight, it was gone. Wah, wah, wah. But so was about $1,500 worth of medical equipment. So... Yeah, this uh, headline definitely buries the lead. The headline says Florida doctor left his pie in fridge overnight and now it's a criminal case. They should change it to chiropractic office was robbed. <laughs> but and that then at the been- bottom, <laughs> at the bottom it says, and on top of all this valuable equipment, <laughs> this motherfucker stole a pie. That would have been journalism in 1997. This is 2023. We have to make it <sighs> spicy. <laughs> Well, and also it makes, it leads me to believe that the chiropractor was the most upset about the pie because if I was robbed, I don't think that I would list a pie as things that were taken, unless it was like a Porto's pie, to be honest. I mean, because those are pretty expensive. You know, you want to get, you want to claim that in the insurance, but it just, it sounds like he almost led with that of like, I didn't realize I was robbed until I came in here to get my morning slice because my wife at home is on. She's riding my ass about diabetes. And so I had to leave this pie at the house so I could just get away from her nagging for five fucking minutes and start my day off with this coconut pie. And I walk in and I realize when that pie was gone, I had been robbed. What if... What if he went for the pie? Yeah. And then threw a bunch threw fifteen hundred dollars of shit in a trash you know, <laughs> in, a, in an angry, sugar depleted rage. Yeah. And then called the police. <laughs> You're saying the guy only stole the pie and then this chiropractor is committing insurance fraud so he can get him another pie. I love yeah, because it. Because his 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 nagging wife won't let him yeah. eat sweets. Yeah. And so he needs 
He needs a win. You know what? I I agree. You know, whoever stole it, I hope they didn't put it in their suitcase, you know, and take it on the road. Yeah, that's not safe food food conditions. But it is safe for, like, you know, other things. Sure. Our next story comes to us from au.news.yahoo.com. Molly Taurus warned after X-rated items are confiscated. Here's the thing. There is, like, a... Uh, a weird sense of pride that law enforcement or I guess like law enforcement junior, maybe we could call the TSA, but they take a huge amount of pride in taking pictures and posing with the things that they find. Mm-hmm. This, <laughs> th- for a country who's trying to like, I don't know, like Chris, I, I like, what is the, what is the reason for them taking all these X-rated items in the first place. So Indonesia, so it, Bali's in Indonesia. It's a you know popular tourist destination, but they have uh, implemented very strict laws just recently. But like certain drugs will get you super arrested and like in prison for a lifetime in Bali, etc. But they also passed a law in the country of Indonesia where unmarried couples cannot stay in the same hotel room. Like you can be arrested, like for that type of thing. So. They're very about morality in that sense. But yeah, uh-huh. they, they had this press conference where they seized a shit ton of dildos and sex toys, but they completely put them on full display. <laughs> like, it's it looks like they're at a convention selling these things. They've yes. got them lined up in like a way, you know, like the the biggest and tallest one just dead center and then kind of flanked by complimentary like smaller ones one guy is holding an apparatus that like if you maybe from far away might look like some sort of gun but it's actually some sort of vibrating type of like who whomever is the the giver towards the <laughs> receiver would be able to kind of pump the receiver in whatever they're hole of choices with this thing i mean yeah. it just it, it looks like they won a sweepstakes and the <laughs> and the yeah. prize was a lifetime supply of dildos yeah 10 inch thick dildos <laughs> like it's absolutely yeah. unhinged also like not to like really split hairs here but what's the uniform because someone looks like a UPS driver. Uh, a UPS driver. The guy next to it looks like a doctor. Yes. The guy next to it is some kind of interesting police officer. And then the, there's a woman next, just kind of an everyday. Like, they even look like the. this is like the weird kind of porn awards. And they're all. <laughs> awards. Yeah. And they're all in costume, <sighs> cosplay. Like, I don't know. The vibes. Yeah. The like this isn't in discourage now question because you said it was an unmarried versus married thing are you saying that if the four of us myself uh taylor and you and winston all came out like went to bali together like mm-hmm. would it just be better if like me and taylor carried your dildos because we're no. married no it's everyone so they're they confiscate alcohol weapons animal remains, textiles, and 4.3 million cigarettes in just six months. So it's it's any sex toys coming into the country that is against their morality laws, I guess. So you can't bring them in. 
It's now, not. What if I got that alcohol duty free? You're going to take my shit? Yeah. If it's in your suitcase, I think. Now, sex toys are not specifically prohibited under their anti-pornography law, but officials can deem them inappropriate for violating cultural and religious norms. So they, yeah, if you bring in something they don't like, they'll burn it. That's, but is it on a case-by-case basis? If they find it, they can burn it. They can take it out. Yeah. Ooh, that's a lot of burning rubber. You know what? Speaking of going, getting, going rogue, uh, I don't know. I don't have it. It's just another story about an idiot on vacation. (laughs) From the New York Post. I don't have it. It's okay. We'll get it. I've got it. Yeah. From the New York Post. Not the New York Post. You don't got it. I don't got it. From the New York Post.com. The New York pasta. It's good than the New York pasta. (laughs) Uh, From the New York Post.com. A woman flew 4,000 miles to give birth on a beach, and now she's trapped like a prisoner. I feel bad for this person, but only kind of. I don't. A British woman flew 4,000 miles to give birth on an exotic beach, but she is stranded with her three-month-old baby in this exotic location and says she feels like a prisoner. So they planned a trip, her and her husband, to Rodney Bay, St. Lucia, in order to fulfill their... What? Is it it Lucia or Lucia? Just fucking say whatever you're saying. I'm sorry. Just go. I'm sorry. I don't think it's Lucia. I think it's Lucia. Yeah, you're probably right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just is like a a cultured, you know... Yes, of course. (laughs) Hey, all, this is Erica stepping in with a quick note. We know it's St. Lucia. We now know it's St. Lucia. Please don't yell at your phones or computers or iPods, however you're listening to this. It's St. Lucia. Rodney Bay's St. Lucia. Uh, In order to fill their dream of welcoming their second child in the most, quote, natural way possible, which, like, doesn't totally clock for me. Like, you want to go and labor... I don't yeah. even like to sit on the beach and read with the amount of sand. And you're Same. She wants you're to be in about... the water. <laughs> I'm like, we're not whales. It's not natural for us to give birth in water like that. Oh, she wanted to do it in the water? Yes, that was her goal. But her, she went into labor early and had it on a boat. What about sharks? There's a lot of blood shit that- in the water. Oh, you think that a mucus plug isn't going to send off a signal to a bunch of sharks? Because that's what comes out first, girl, is a something called a mucus plug, which is such a bummer. Yeah, there's this whole thing called a mucus plug. We we can't get into it because this isn't called uh, Lamaze birthy, Lamaze. Yeah. Birthy, birthy. That's better. <laughs> since you had the baby on the boat, and since then, these people have been trapped in like a bureaucratic nightmare because basically this this child belongs to the seas and that's it it was born in international waters and as a pirate law export this is now a pirate baby they can't register the newborn's birth here so they can't get a saint lucia's birth certificate but they neither can they get a passport for the baby to travel back to the uk so so they're they've been stuck there there's no there's no paperwork about this kid and they're stuck for three months and they're like literally being like yo 
we're running out of food and money. They need to do, they, they, they tried to get her a passport, but then they couldn't get anything because they didn't have any paperwork proving that this baby was even theirs. Because again, like that baby belongs to the seas. It was more than, so essentially in that where they are, they waited seven days to go to the registration office, but you have to register them within 24 hours. And so they didn't get that because they the baby wasn't born in a hospital and nobody else witnessed the birth. So immigration, passport, everyone's being like, we don't know that you're not just stealing this baby. Yeah. Which, that's what you get. Like, this is the most natural way to have a baby. <laughs> what? No pa- like bureaucratic nightmare (laughs) no paperwork oh sure sure you know there's like a string of of that like undocumentation of uh sovereign citizen births etc where basically these parents are not registering that they have these children so they don't have birth certificates they don't have a social security number and then when they grow up it's a nightmare if you turn 18 and you're like hey i actually want to participate in the world and be a part of it to get documentation it is almost impossible there's so many of them that are like i can't get do any of these things legally because i don't have paperwork nor will the government help me get it in any way it's nuts some people like do this whole on the on the land type vibe that i've been like it's getting more popular which to me okay so here's here's imagine that you're like super i like sometimes i have to walk a tightrope here Let's say that you're a super hippie to be person and you're like really want to go all natural, you know, <laughs> to a point where you don't even give your child, get your child a social security number. Like this is something that's becoming popular. And the only reason it's becoming popular is because these so-called people, you know, freedom people or whatever, put it on Instagram. So you have given all of your information away to Instagram, to Facebook, mm-hmm. to Meta, so that you can have a platform yeah. to then brag and encourage to others how you're not even getting your children's social security numbers. Make it, that yes. make sense. No, they can't. You're, you can get an email address. Anybody can get an email address, but they can't get a fucking social security number. It's That trad wife movement is so frustrating. In the sense of, I'm going to do everything natural and wholesome and et cetera, et cetera. But it's like, but you're also having to set up multiple camera angles. Like you're not baking this bread in one go because I've seen the camera in eight different spots in your house to make it look as if, you know, I can see you kneading. I can see, I'm like, that's not natural every 40 seconds for me to have to, you know, stop the camera and then go knead the bread from another angle. It's, it's all bullshit. It's all white supremacy there is a, a podcast I listened to called Con Spirituality, and they were all in the wellness, you know, like one was like really deep into yoga training and teaching, et cetera. But they're basically talking about how like the woo, the spiritual people, these like natural hippies to QAnon, it's like basically a straight line. It's like, you're like, I'm going to go all natural. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to vax. I'm not going to, I'm going to eat organic. And then all of a sudden you're like knee deep in QAnon. All right, let's have an ad break. I'm tired. I need a palate cleanser. 
Erica, do you have any concerts coming up? Always. I'm a festival girly, you know. I have to get the VIP, though, because I, I cannot go without an air-conditioned bathroom. Okay, well, my sweet angel, planning for faster and efficient hydration is also essential for festivals. And Liquid IV has you covered while you prep before, power through that headliner, and recover after the weekend. Hey, now don't count yourself out while you're drunk poolside all summer, Cass. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water and with three times the electrolytes, than traditional sports drinks. I mean, we really have no excuses. Liquid IV is actually standard in my purse. It goes phone, wallet, keys, liquid IV. And with flavors like lemon lime, pastique, that's French for watermelon, oh. and my favorite, strawberry lemonade, staying hydrated is easy peasy. Mama, I'm talking B3, I'm talking B5, I'm talking B6, and I'm screaming from the rooftops, B12. They've got all the Bs. And there's a little bit of vitamin C in there too, just for kicks. Oh, she's made from premium ingredients and is free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I'm vegan now. I don't know if I've talked about that yet. We know. We know. Okay. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TRASHY at checkout. That's 20% off of anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TRASHY at liquidiv.com. Honestly, we're so trashy. We're hydrated. Wet trash. And we're back. I'm, I've calmed down. I feel better now. Uh, you know what? During the break, I just, I just took off all my clothes and I felt so much better. Yeah, I did the same. I'm cold, but I yes. do feel better. Well, this farm in London is asking people to keep their clothes on, though. Yes, from the New York Times.com, a summer getaway southwest of London is putting up signs asking people to stop posing for risque photos while other guests, including children, could see. There are signs that dot Sam Wilson's family farm southwest of London, and they're asking them, hey, no public nudity. I guess there's been a huge uptick for Instagram photos and TikTok, etc. People just going in the buff surrounded by sunflowers. So they've got this crazy sunflower farm where there's like 2 million sunflowers. Like I'm just setting the scene and they do give people like kind of props and setups for photo shoots all over the place. There's a grand piano, there's a bathtub, there's a tractor. And when I hear grand piano, bathtub, tractor, of course I'm thinking nude photo shoot. That's how I lost my virginity. Yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, people are taking their clothes off because, you know, who knows? But they're doing these risky photo, risque photos where people can see, not, you know, it's, it's a family attraction. Little kids don't need to see your wee-wees. So there's that movie that they reference. It's a 2003 movie starring Helen Mirren based on a true story called calendar girls and there's like a whole you know whatever they pose in flowers i think the whole point of it is like that they're old women doing a and new they, calendar anyways they're raising money for like a blood cancer research yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i mean yeah, it's yeah. not just for fun but apparently that's sparked some inspiration i have to say if they applied similar rules to like joshua tree i would be in trouble what like you get naked in joshua tree i i have been known to lose the top in oh, sure. in joshua tree you know as i'm there's something cool about and unfamiliar as we as erica has to edit out 
so much sound shit from this podcast. There's something very cool about not being surrounded by other people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the houses in Joshua Tree, depending on where you're staying, are like pretty far out from other people. And so you can kind of like climb on rocks and sort of just vibe out. You know, there's no one around for like a mile or so Mm -hmm. and they can't see you. So you can kind of like, for lack of a better term, rock out with your cock out, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I like to let, I like to let the girls breathe and in, in Joshua tree. And that's, uh, that's my right. Yes. Everyone who goes on these trips with me seems to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe sometimes they partake, you know, who can say now, is this me being woo woo? And do I have, you know, this new group called QAnon that has some interesting things that I'd like to talk to you about? Maybe. Well, we'll have to save that for a bonus material session where I ask you a bunch of questions <laughs> about your beliefs. And we really should just like get away from it all, though. I think we should just get away, you know? Ugh, I would, but my dog ate my passport. Oh, no. Our next story comes to us from the bostonherald.com. A dog eats a groom's passport, putting a South Boston couple's Italian wedding in jeopardy. No, not a South Boston couple's Italian wedding. That's the, I mean, that's been my number one priority since I was at least 27. So, yeah. What? The South Boston's couple's wedding in Italy. (laughs) (laughs) My singular focus. (laughs) So, uh, this couple has a year and a half year old golden retriever named Chicky. The name is short for chicken cutlet. I mean, how do you get more Italian than that? Mm Mm-hmm. But this, the groom left his passport on a table. The golden retriever decided, yum, I'm going to chew the shit out of this. And he chewed up the important page (laughs) along with um, some of the visa pages, including the page where they got stamped when they went to Mexico to get engaged. He said, shame on me for not putting it in a drawer. Is that your Boston accent? I started to do one, but then I realized I was not at all. And I just committed to where where I was. I I did. I'm not going to insult the good people of Boston. My Southie trash accent. Let's see. Boston, Boston. Uh, Red Sox. Red Sox. Matt Damon. The Yard. Uh, Oh, Ben Affleck. The Yard. Matt Damon. Uh, Harvard. Ben what do you think Casey better than me? Yeah. So his reaction to the chaos is, I don't think it was that polite, but I mean, she's a one and a half year old golden retriever puppy. Couldn't be a cuter culprit. I mean, what am I gonna do? You know, sauces on the mom's sauces on, and 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 here I am, fucking firefighting every day, and my dog yeah. eats my pink spot. It's cute though. It's yeah. cute. What am I gonna do? Sorry, I'm sorry to the good people of Massachusetts and Boston. All I know is that my father is looking up for me from heaven. That's a real quote from this article. My yeah. father, my father, the police chief. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Anyways, <laughs> this guy went to. This guy decided to contact like his representative, and okay, so this passports shoot up, but like the wedding is at the. It's in a. If you're listening to this on your August 28th, the wedding's on the 31st. Yeah. So like, and if you don't know, passports take a little while to show up. However, 
you can get one expedited at a federal building. He could have had one in two days. That's all I'm saying. I don't know why he's going out calling everybody. You could have one in two days. He he contacted his representative. He's going to all the different offices. He's doing everything he can. The earliest passport appointment was Thursday in Atlanta. And he might just do that. Like he's doing everything he can to make this Italian wedding. And I don't blame him because that's probably not like just an easy or cheap thing to cancel, especially Hmm. because you probably have a lot of, Oh, 86 people um, are going out there. So, yeah, I mean, this sounds like we, uh, our partners are um, plain people. Fly boys. Yeah. Yeah. Fly boys. I don't, when I was reading this, I was like, wow, like, I don't think I could think of anything that would send Taylor into a bigger tailspin yeah. than having his passport chewed up by a dog yeah. a few, like a, a week or so before he was supposed to leave. Because it's just like the one thing that he feels like so much control over, like and so much confidence about is oh. like the travel booking and stuff that yeah. to have, have the universe intervene in such a way, I think would truly like mentally break him. I was talking to Winston the other day and he said, basically, I like traveling so much because it's one of the only times where I know where I'm organized and I know where everything is. He's like, I only brought XYZ many things. They're in my suitcase or my bag, you know? And I was like, that's true. He's been on a tear of, hey, where is this thing? Like, he'll open the fridge. I'm like, where's the milk? And I'm like, directly in front of your eyes. And he's like, I can't find it. And I'm like, you are not someone that weaponizes incompetence. You're not a dumb person. <laughs> and then I walk over there and in point four seconds, grab the milk because it's right where I said it was. And he's like, I couldn't see it. <laughs> Do you just love me that much and need me around? <laughs> Do you just wanted to see me but you didn't know how to say hey can you come in here for a second i just want to hug you (laughs) but if you were in another country and you were like where's the consulate he'd be able to find it absolutely immediately immediately speaking of traveling taylor and i have this little thing that we've kind of developed Hmm. it was like i don't know like we started dating in covid not a lot of stuff was open and when things started to open back up I don't remember why this got started, but anyways, he took me to Italy in Century mm-hmm. City, mm-hmm. just kind of like, let's have like a little bit of a West Side date. And I'd never been to Italy. And so we we did that. And then when we went to Vegas in January of this year, prior to our wedding, we were staying in the MGM. What was it? I don't know. One of the MGM hotels that is the Park MGM and Highly recommend, by the way, if you're going to Vegas. And they have an Italy in there. And we mm. were like, this is kind of sick because they the Italy was open till like 3 a.m. Yeah. And we could get sandwiches. And so when we were in Paris on our honeymoon, we just so happened to see that like a few blocks away from us was in Italy. And we're like, oh my God, wouldn't that be crazy if like we're in Paris <laughs> and we went to Italy and we were like, LOL, we definitely won't do that. And then as we were there, we were like, God, Europeans eat at such weird times. We're not ever hungry at the right time. And so when we were getting hungry, we were like, what is open? Nothing is open until 7 p.m. Are we going to do this? 
And so we went to Italy. So now after that, that's the rule of threes. After that, it is a set in stone thing that wherever we are traveling, if there is an Italy, we will go there <laughs> so that we can say that we've been to all of the Italy's. There's an Italy in Japan. We're yeah. hitting it. You know, like what wherever we are, we will be at the Italy. And that was a super long transition. Yeah to our next story from apnews.com another boston person a woman says she fractured her ankle when she slipped on a piece of prosciutto in an italy and now she's suing so italy is a big corporation big enough that if you do have an accident in there i do see the appeal to suing however look you slip on a piece of prosciutto while you're on the way to like a food sampling. Is that your fault? You know, my pride says I would never tell a soul that I fell on this, but she has $7,500 in medical bills and Italy, like you said, is a big corporation and it is their responsibility to have clean stores, you know, so she don't get hurt. Who knows? I mean, this must have been a greasy piece of ham. $75,000? $7,500. I apologize. $7,500. Oh, you might have said it right the first time and I just, I blew it up. But And that is America. So $7,500, you could have had that for a cough. (laughs) But I don't know. It's just like, that's, if you slip on food at Mm -hmm. what is essentially a giant food market buffet, free samples, whatever. That to me is you suing a water park for slipping on water. It's like, just watch where you're walking and don't slip on apparently the slipperiest, greasiest piece of prosciutto. I don't know. I'm kind of in the boat with you. Like, I don't know if I would tell anybody, but maybe that's like us being privileged because like we have like health insurance I I, don't know. I do agree with regulations. Like, I like that, like, if I order this, I know that the FDA or the state has said that this has to contain this or this has to be safe like that. Like, I do appreciate that. But sometimes I feel like it's a little, a little much. Kind of like in our next story. Right. So from foodandwine.com, we are classy now. A California wine company had to destroy 2,000 bottles of wine after illegally aging them at the bottom of the ocean. Officials are calling the wine not fit for human consumption. So this is a, a California wine company called Oceans Ocean Fathoms. Yeah. They say that the water of the Santa Barbara sh- Channel is the perfect environment for aging its wines. So essentially they deep dive and they place crates of the wine down in the channel and then they retrieve them 12 months later and they were sold for 500 bucks a pop okay but the issue is that they're doing this without permits and i don't want to be a stickler about permits but also like this is the ocean you know like yeah. That has enough litter in it. And now you're putting big old crates of wine down there so you can to sell for $500 a bottle. The California Coastal Commission and the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers said that neither of them received proper permits and that 
the perfect environment is an illegal one without it. On top of all that, this company was selling the wine without a business license, without an ABC alcohol sales permit, and they were collecting taxes from each purchase without paying taxes to the state. So I don't know, like, I'm kind of on the side of like the man here. <laughs> Listen, you know me, I'm not for government generally, but sure. Like, these guys could just be pouring like grape juice and gasoline in these bottles. Like, I think that, like, I saw this woman on TikTok and her whole like little fucking thing was like, you know, the whole the saying of like, you give a mouse a cookie or he's gonna whatever. want a glass of milk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So her whole deal was you give a girl a garden. And it's exactly like this you give a girl a garden. And then she's going to want to make sure that her family can eat. Like, blah, 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 blah. we don't depend on grocery stores. I have chickens. I provide food. I started growing so much food that I freeze dried food. And now everyone gets freeze dried food for gifts for me. And I give all my neighbors fresh. Now, I know that I said that that woman was annoying, but she's giving her spoils and her food away for free. And if you are her neighbor and you go, wow, Cheryl, that's a huge zucchini. Thank you for giving me this for free. You grew yourself and you ate that zucchini. Everything's fine. Or even if it's not, whatever, you didn't pay money for Cheryl's backyard zucchini, you sure. know? Yep. Yeah. So I don't really have beef with it. If you are, if you're doing this and you don't necessarily have FDA approval on whatever you're making, but you're giving it away for free, then I think that the risk is then on whomever is consuming it. And, and that's that. But like to do all this stuff, bury your fucking wine in the, in the channel, sell it without a permit, collect and then charge $500 a bottle and collect taxes. That no, you're a con artist. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing, gang. It's, you know, let's, you gotta, if you're gonna say you're collecting the taxes, they gotta go somewhere. Uncle Sam's gonna get his cut. He's gonna find you. You're selling lemonade on the corner. You make over $600 in a summer. He's gonna find you, little 11 year olds. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uncle Sam always gets his. Cut, 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 cut. We cut that. We cut that. We cut that. It's time for we cut that. This is the segment where these are stories that we just feel like we weren't going to cover completely. They didn't have the juice, or they were just too dark. So let's get into it. Florida woman dumped Mountain Dew on herself to remove DNA after she committed a murder. I honestly, in <laughs> It doesn't totally sound like a bad idea. Like <laughs> there was a I, I just, there in was a, a moment of panic, <laughs> in a moment of panic, and you're covered in DNA. I'm not gonna say that I wouldn't think yeah. to myself, "Do you think Mountain Dew would take this off?" Because what is in Mountain Dew if not possibly like bleach and cleaning agents? I had so I my car engine has or the battery has just been kind of shorting out take it in uh -huh. the mechanic he does some cleaning he's like you don't need a new battery today it's okay he's like does this again 
you can put some Coca-Cola on it. And I thought he was making a joke, like, I'm a dumb girl. I don't know enough about cars. No, absolutely. Coca-Cola is so corrosive. You can put it on the outside of car batteries and it'll eat away at some of that gunk. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so she's to me, no, she's not. Like, this isn't just coming out of nowhere. Yeah. It's not like, oh, she ran into a pool to, to remove the DNA, like, which might have worked also. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It, it does the logic isn't completely lost on me. Anyways, we cut that. A man one time robbed a bank and he wrote the ransom or like the the give me the money note in invisible ink. No, no, I'm sorry. A man once robbed a bank in the 90s and he covered himself in invisible ink thinking that the <laughs> cameras would not be able to pick him up on image. It's an absolute true story. I'll show you the link sometime. It's crazy. Anyway. That's hilarious. Yeah. All right. We got another we got another Florida Florida story. Florida teen catches 15.5 foot python in Everglades during a snake killing challenge. These are real. Do you know that? Like Florida has like snake hunts and there's like teams and you get rewards and stuff like that. I do know that because I've watched the Peacock show with killing Craig it. Robinson. Yeah, killing it, which is about this. Or at least the first season is about this. So yeah, they have the snake snake killing challenges yeah. and 15.5 foot python you know we're not going to get into it because we cut that but i do wonder did he find it or did he have it you know saved because sometimes people cheat in those as we know yeah. people cheat yeah yeah but we got another story about a dumb criminal allegedly <laughs> a man in florida was dubbed by sheriff's office as the dumb criminal of the week after he was caught trying to assemble a stolen razor scooter in front of the target he accused he's accused of stealing it from yeah. Oof. We just, we don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah. We cut that. We, we cut, cut that. It. Now here's a story about a dog on a golf cart that runs over a four-year-old girl. And guess what? This one's not set in Florida. It's not about you, what? Florida. This one's in Michigan. A golf cart accident that doesn't happen in Florida? Driven by a dog of all things? That does have Michigan energy, I guess. But it yeah. also, I, I would believe it's in Florida. But you know what? This next story is about a man who had warrants out for his arrest in Georgia. Lots of people getting arrested and have warrants in Georgia right now. But police in Arkansas say a man applying to be a police officer had warrants out for his arrest in Georgia. Gosh, that's like a really small case, like a, a minimized case. The heightening, the improv heightening would be man tries to become president who has warrants out for his arrest in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's pretty aspirational to be, want to be a part of the government if you're going to get arrested in Georgia. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Georgia, New York, Florida. Florida. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, Anyways. I'm so tired. I can, we cut those stories. I'm so tired. I need a break. And we're back. Are you ready? Ready. Babe, are you, are you ready? I'm ready. It's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Oh my god. This is a developing situation. <laughs> yes, we are recording as of Saturday, August 26th. So there are updates happening. But Gouda Braun, a high-profile music manager, is getting dropped 
left and right. So this comes from the businessinsider.com, but also you can probably find this anywhere on any website except TMZ because Chris Jenner owns part of TMZ. So, and Scooter Braun and Harvey, whatever, are like very close friends. Anyways, Scooter Braun, most famously known probably like for being Justin Bieber's manager. He was the guy who discovered Justin Bieber late one night as he was watching children perform songs on youtube and he has since gone on to manage yeah (laughs) he has since gone on to manage a lot of other huge stars but he's being dropped by adina menzel for from frozen fame frozen fame that's tough to say from frozen fame oh i think of her as wicked oh see i just i get her from frozen because remember the oscars where John Travolta couldn't say her name. Dizelle Dazim? Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Adele, Adele yeah. Azim or whatever. And Adele then she Gazim, like, yeah. <laughs> and then she performed the song from Frozen because Kristen fair. Bell could never. Fair, fair. Let it go. Uh, you know. She was dropped. Uh, Reggaetron, or he, she dropped him last year. Reggaetron musician Jay Balvin dropped him. He managed. Reggaeton. 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 Not Reggaetron. Reggaetron, of course, is a made-up thing. It's a, a reggae. <laughs> it's it's the Jeff Bridges movie Tron, but with reggae uh-huh. accents. Yeah, yeah. Very problematic wig <laughs> from Jeff Bridges in that one. Not yeah, not good. They buried that one for sure. Uh, Demi Lovato has dropped him and was managed by him for four years. Ariana Grande was managed by him for ten years. Dropped him. Uh, Justin Bieber is in the process of getting a lawyer to break his management contract with him. And of course, he's best known for like a big beef with Taylor Swift. So, yeah. So I don't know every detail of the Taylor Swift thing, but here I go trying to summarize it. Essentially, he managed Taylor Swift or something like that. And within the confines of um, managing her, somehow managed to own her entire music catalog and so if you ever ask yourself why the fuck is taylor swift re-releasing all of her record like why is she re-recording all of her songs and Mm -hmm. then re-releasing them like a she's making a ton of money by doing it Mm -hmm. but the main reason is because she because she had a bad contract with the scooter braun guy and he owns all of that old her masters yeah all her mass, yeah. So like she's able, so that like they're still her songs, and that's why she's able to re-record them. But like the OG, like if you want classic fifteen-year-old Taylor Swift singing, like sorry, you're gonna have to listen to a thirty-one-year-old Taylor Swift sing it. Probably but better. The stream, you know, like anytime he gets played on the radio, he can get a cut. Anytime he gets played on the radio, he can get a cut at that. Like at one point, Michael Jackson owned the Beatles masters. Like masters of music is a huge deal of who gets the money cut. Like fun fact, Jim Carrey owns the Tiny Tim Masters. Really? Which if you don't know who Tiny Tim is, it's like living in the sunlight, having a wonderful time. So it's kind of like get a tiny guess- little ukulele always. So it's kind of like fun, except that Tiny Tim probably has a family, so maybe they would rather have it. But it's whatever, it doesn't matter. Sure. But yeah, it's it's, uh, kind of a shitty person it comes to find out. He's had big beefs with a lot of people in music. He was so involved in Justin Bieber's life that 
even though, you know, him and Selena Gomez had kind of on again, off again relationship, he kind of got in the middle and knows the dynamic between them and kind of helped wedge, you know, drive a wedge a little bit. Which is crazy. And she, Selena Gomez dropped a single on Friday. I'm not going to act like I have heard it. I haven't heard it yet, but I bet people were excited about it thinking like, oh, she's going to, it's going to be spicy. Let me Mm -hmm. see if I can quickly, Selena Gomez, new song. Oh, so maybe it's, has nothing to do with it. Okay. I don't think it has anything to do with it, but you know, people were still excited about it. We could just cut all that part. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he, you know, he was kind of a rising talent scout back on the day, you know, helped discover, you know, Justin Bieber. He also signed the singer Madison Beer when she was 13 after Bieber, after Bieber shared a YouTube video of her singing an Etta James cover. But, you know, they were trying to package her as a very pop Disney queen. But after a year, she had signed, she had some singles under her belt, a boy she had previously been involved with started circulating naked photos of the 14-year-old beer online. And Scooter Braun was like, oh, great. Like, dropped her, basically. Like, you know, she thought this is her ticket to stardom, working with this guy. And and the touch of bad news, and he dropped her. So, Yeah, he's not a great guy. And so I mean, we don't have to, like, cover everything. But it's because this is a developing story. Because, I mean, he's got, like, potentially the FBI looking into him. Something big is coming. And I yeah. think that's why everyone's dropping him. It's not because they all want to be besties with Taylor Swift. Like, Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they cared about Taylor Swift, they would have dropped him a long time ago. I think that – so, you know, you can look at all of these horrible things he's done, but it wasn't enough to get anyone to drop him until now. I'm pretty sure that the FBI is looking into him because he's probably been doing illegal – things to make money off of people and the music industry is super predatory and there's you know like people get a taste of money and sometimes it's never nothing is ever enough and mm-hmm. it's uh it's bad yeah so it's a developing story we don't know exactly what's coming but for all these people to drop him in rapid succession he even made a joke on twitter this week that was like breaking news i am no longer managing myself and it's like Leave the jokes to us. You know what I mean, Scooter Braun? Leave the jokes to us. But it's been rapid succession with, again, big names dropping him this week. Rumors are swirling left and right. And we don't know, but something big is going to drop about him. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Developing story. Developing story, but he's kind of a piece of shit. Anyway, Cassandra, what are you hoarding? I'm hoarding Skittles. I think that they're one of my favorite candies and I've just been craving them a lot lately and they're yummy. I, God knows what makes them, you know, honestly, if you eat too many, your mouth will get kind of spicy, but you know, just crunch, 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 chew, 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 yum, yum, yum. I'm, I'm definitely going to hit a bag of Skittles as soon as the mics turn off. So taste the rainbow, babe. Taste the rainbow. Big time, bitch. Why haven't the conservatives come again across like Skittles? Like, why are they not like Skittles promoting the rainbow in this house? We eat M&Ms. I, I feel like that's coming next summer when Pride starts mm. happening. 
It's not going to be M&M's because M&M's, if you recall, has two lesbians uh, or whatever. (laughs) Whatever. They're pissed off about the M&M's because they have tennis shoes on now. We think peanut butter cups in this America. Yeah. Yeah. Peanut butter. Reese's peanut butter cups, you know, just always been unproblematic for a long time. Um, (laughs) I do think that maybe Taste the Rainbow came out before not before gay people obviously but like <laughs> i think that like which came first skittles or gay people <laughs> i don't know cuz again we don't know what makes skittles uh, but like but like taste the rainbow has been around for so much longer than like society has not been mocking and ostracizing gay people so i feel like maybe to a conservative that's what upsets them is like Gay people took rainbows from me, and I want to eat Skittles. I want to be able to taste the rainbow, but I want to be able to do that in a way that doesn't make me a homosexual. Yeah. They, so, you know. They've taken so much from me. That's why they're so angry all the time. They can't so eat maybe, Skittles. Yeah. Like, is it homophobic for me to hoard Skittles almost? <laughs> Gosh, I didn't put it. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. I'm really yeah. going to have to marinate on this. Yeah. Um, what are you hoarding? Speaking of marinating, I've been marinating my face in cold <laughs> water. Uh-huh. Babe, I'm hoarding cold plunging. Uh-huh. All right. So I started this week. It's my new routine every morning. I'm working up to do the full body. But every morning, I get a big bowl of ice water. And I dip my face in it in 10 second intervals four to six times. And man, the first night I did it. Now, I also had a smoothie from Cafe Gratitude. You're doing this at night? No, no, no. Listen, the first night I had it, I didn't go to sleep till over like one o'clock in the morning. So I did it at 730 in the morning. I did my cold plunging. I had an I am energetic smoothie from Cafe, Cafe Gratitude. Every menu item at Cafe Gratitude is a platitude. So you have to say, I am loving, I am energetic, I am kind, like very woo-woo LA bullshit stuff. But I had one of those, did my cold plunging, couldn't go to sleep till over one o'clock in the morning. So I, I don't know. Is it giving me more energy throughout the day? Is it revitalizing my cells? Is it making my metabolism wake up? Who can say? But I think the answer but, is yes. But... What's in the I am energetic? I think it was like meth, coconut oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like seaweed, some Uh uh, bananas, blueberries, uh, some cocaine. Yeah, I think like B12, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, but I'm cold plunging. I'm do, I'm sorry, you know, I take like a cold rinse at the end of a shower, but I'm trying to do the full submersion. And the, First time I tried to do it in the bathtub, I just kept saying, I'm cold plunging. I'm cold plunging. And Winston was like, oh, I heard you. I heard you the whole time. <laughs> because that's how I got through the pain of the cold water was just to repeat what I'm doing. But anyway, try it. It wakes your face up. It wakes your body up. There's so many receptors <laughs> in your face. Give yourself a quick cold plunge. That's what, you know, the stars used to do. Um, uh, Betty Davis's mom. Um, uh, no more wire oh. hangers. Like, they all used to do that stuff. So let's get let's get to it, you know. 
the I am energetic. I Googled it. It's blue, bro. Solid blue. Yeah. I felt like I was drinking like <laughs> milk and Star Wars or something. It's blue wave smoothie, pineapple, banana, blue spirulina, dates, vanilla, sea moss gel, and coconut milk. What? color is it without that blue spirulina that they thought we better put the blue one in yeah i love because this looks bad without it spirulina i there's a juice that i drink sometimes that's that and i'm like i'm drinking my blues because anytime i have like a green smoothie i say i'm drinking my greens but now it's like oh having my blues anyway i'm a child i have to entertain myself with like health but anyway i was just texting you about this the other day but i like the gatorade zero Mm -hmm. the blue one and I talk, I was texting you about the importance of a receptacle because if you drink it from the Gatorade bottle, mm-hmm. it's like all good. But I had asked Taylor, I said, like, can you just put it in a glass? Cause I don't think I want the whole bottle. Yeah. And when he gave it to me in a glass, I was like, I'm not drinking that. That's, <laughs> that's barbershop. That's barbershop sanitizing fluid. Like, yes. why have you served me this blue drink? Yeah. See, so receptacles, everything. And I put my cafe gratitude smooth in a glass and then used a metal straw to drink from it. Game changer. Game changer. It was just, it felt cheap sitting it in the plastic to go cup, you know? So, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. What are you throwing away? I'm throwing away just like this blatant, like weird, brazen data collecting that I think companies do. I don't know if you've ever had this, but like you're paying at a Sephora or something and they go, what's your zip code? Before you even like paid. Mm -hmm. And the reason they do this, in my understanding, is that they can kind of like see where their customers Mm -hmm. are coming from. But I don't like it. I'm sick of people knowing my shit. And so, look, okay, I'm trash, okay? I'm, I'm I'm making something out of felt and I needed felt mm-hmm. and I went to Michael's and they just didn't have the felt colors that I was looking for. I went to Joanne's. They didn't have the felt colors I was looking for. So third and final option, like, because I don't want to go online because I don't know what the colors are going to look like. I, I'm just going to say it. I went to a Hobby Lobby and so I went to Hobby Lobby and like, don't just leave me alone. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I went to Hobby Lobby and sure enough, they did have the felt I needed. But on the way in, they had one of their employees standing in like the the foyer, uh, if you will, um, with an iPad. And he just said, hi, what's your zip code? No. As I was walking in and I was like, no, thank you. Like I literally, I didn't know how else to react. I was like, no, thank you. And kept walking. And the guy behind me was like, hey, man, sorry. What do you need? My zip code? As if I'm the asshole. You're not. As if it's me who said no thank you to this man with an iPad in the foyer of a Hobby Lobby has no reason to just jump at me like that. Mm -hmm. And then the guy behind me is almost like, Hey man, sorry about that rackety bitch in yeah. front of me. I'll help you out, guy. What do you need? My zip code, my social, my fucking hairs off of my butthole. Yeah. Like mother's I, maiden I name. Was, yeah. High school mascot. Like, <laughs> you know what, buddy? Here's my credit card. Go nuts. I'll use the points. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know. I was like, uh, I was insulted by the fact that Hobby Lobby, maybe I'm throwing out Hobby Lobby because they also don't use barcodes. Like nope. everything just has the price on it. And so like when they couldn't find the price on this batting that I needed, like I luckily was able to find it for her, but she was like, had to call someone else over. I'm like, girl, like barcode. No, no barcodes, no Apple pay, nothing. But they do have some asshole standing front and center when you walk in asking for your zip code with an iPad. The vibes, the vibes, the vibes, the vibes. You know what I am? I'm throwing out Hobby Lobby. Of that, course. And the zip code thing. I'm throwing out both. Like, leave me alone. You're collecting data on your customers on where they like are coming from, but you like get Apple Pay and collect data like everyone else, you fucking freaks. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> The vibes in Hobby Lobby are so weird, but they had the felt colors I needed. They had like four times the amount of felt than anywhere else had. They yeah. also had 1,000 times more Bibles. <laughs> they don't <laughs> even hide it. No. I don't I don't recall, because like we used to go to Hobby Lobby a lot like growing up because it was my, my grandma got yarn. Mm -hmm. I don't remember it being so like... It doesn't in and out is a Christian business. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Lassen's is a Christian business. Lassen's is so Christian that they close on Sundays, mm. but like you can still like operate in their business and not have this shoved down your throat. Mm -hmm. I was under the impression for a long time that Hobby Lobby was the same. And like, you know, they're close on Sundays and they get beef because they, their health, like they won't give women birth control in their health care plans mm -hmm. or whatever, which as if any of these women are getting health care, they're all part-time employees. But like, bro, they have leaned in so hard. They have pumpkins and all that kind of shit out, but they won't call it Halloween. It's all fall decoration. <laughs> like that's a, that's a jack-o'-lantern. Right. Like, and you're saying that that like a carving, here's a carving pumpkin for fall. And then they've got their Christmas shit out. Every book is is Christian. Like every weird wooden sign, mm -hmm. a lot of it refers to God. Like they don't even. I'm. I went in there and I was like, oh, I'm not operating. Chick fil A is a Christian business. No. I am not operating within a business <laughs> where the CEOs are Christian. Right. I am in a Christian. I may as well be shopping at a for felt at a church and <laughs> like no shade yeah. in theory, in theory towards people's religion, be your religion, do whatever you want and stuff. But like, it just feels rotten. Doesn't it? Like yeah. asking for my zip code, but you don't have barcodes and you're just giving, I don't know, something about it feels bad. Yeah. That was a really, really long rant. <laughs> and I still gave them money. Yeah. So we live in a tricky society. <laughs> but this isn't tricky, tricky. No. So what are you throwing out? Help me. Save me from myself. The people that are cracking eggs on children's foreheads for social media views. Girl. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> You've seen this? I don't see the kids. I see it like, did this trick on my husband. And every time that I even see a setup of a man on his phone next to a bowl and a hand with an egg, I swipe. 
I swipe quit because I'm like, get out of my algorithm. No, I don't think this is funny. They started it on children. On children. They'll be making like a cake. And so they'll have the camera set up and they'll be cracking (laughs) eggs on the side of the bowl. And then one, two, three, they count. And then they'll smack it on the child's forehead for laughs. And the kids are like, that's not very nice. Why would you? Like uh, most of the kids react so just like emotionally healthy and are like, that's not a nice thing to do. Why would you do that to someone? Like three-year-olds, four-year-olds are getting eggs cracked on their fucking faces for TikTok and it makes me mad. There's this one couple on TikTok that their whole deal is a day in the life of a couple who actually likes each other and they do like their little vlog of just like what they do and they always end it with another day of successfully not playing pranks on each other (laughs) because because they're trying to like slam the fact that like these people are getting are playing these crazy mean pranks on their families for tiktok views And I'm like, whatever. Like, sometimes there's there's one lady who plays pranks on her husband. She wears, like, crazy masks, and then she comes out, and he has a big laugh, and it's all fun. But there's some people who, like, yeah, they're cracking eggs on their kids' faces. Yeah. They're, they're like, scaring the shit out of people. I yes. It, like, yeah, I, I don't care for it. I do not care for it whatsoever. Like, if you didn't have – if you weren't filming yourself mm-hmm. and – specifically trying to do something that would go viral would you have done that because that's i think what people need to think about like this pranks are fun sometimes but like if you weren't doing this to be viewed by the public would you have done it yeah needs to be the thought process before you smash an egg on your kid's face that's so funny yeah that's i'm just throwing it away but where can where can the people find you not being cruel to children? <laughs> you can find me on this podcast every week, Trashy Trashy Podcast. Okay. Where can the people find you? They can find me at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and TikTok, threads, all of those things. Soon I'm going to be on an episode of Mother May I Sleep With podcast, the Lifetime movie podcast holded, hosted by Molly McLear. So I recently recapped an episode of svu and that should be coming out soon details to come but that's a fun podcast to check out so head your way on over to the solid listen network and check out some shows on that network uh cool. yeah that's where i'm coming up yeah and and you know this podcast where could people find this podcast they say where how are we listening right now that's because you probably found us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. If you listen to us on Stitcher Premium, they are shutting down August 29th. So make, oh, shit. make modifications. That's tomorrow. <laughs> yes, that's tomorrow when you're listening. So make a new podcast plan. You can find us on, again, Stitcher Premium shutting down the 29th. So if that's where you listen, make make a new plan. <laughs> um, <laughs> otherwise, you can find us on every podcast platform. You can also find us at Trashy Trashy Pod on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, threads, anything. Use code TRASHY for all promos. You can find our merch store at trashytrashypodcast.throwless.com. Please tell a friend about this podcast. It helps us grow. Thank you for leaving reviews, for sharing the podcast, for engaging with our social media. We just want to get the pod in more ear holes. So your efforts help that. Thank you so much. Yes. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. It's just like, is it 
like I don't want to go to Hobby Lobby, but like if no, their prices course. are better and it's closer and they have four times more felt, like it just puts me in this awful situation. And the, all the people who work there are kind of weird. They are just weird old ladies that work there. And gentlemen no, that like are teenagers. Oh, I was going to say the ones in Oklahoma, it's like volunteer music teachers for the high school. Vol- and oh you're like, God. no, that is a paid position. You do not need to be interacting with children, sir. That's who works at either. That's who works at Hobby Lobby. Old ladies Ugh. and volunteer music teachers. <laughs>